What's the longest amount of time you spent in the studio, Jason? Jimmy, Hector over there. Well, me? for me, it would be today because we've done, this is our ninth podcast of the day. So if you're one of my friends and you're following my podcast or checking out my content, get ready because here it comes. All right, number nine, let's yep. go. When I did Marketing Pro, it was five straight days of 8 to 10 p.m. 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. like nonstop. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> that was the, the Marketing Pro was the hardest exercise of content delivery I've ever gone through. Uh, okay, yes. I think going back, like yeah. doing Breakthrough by Design. That is, that's like hard. fucking 10 one-hour-plus shows and knowing that the first two sucked, and I'm like, fuck it, we gotta do one and two over again. That was, in uh, and, and filming, I had to leave for a flight, and I fil I finished filming one minute before I had to go. Yes. Like, <laughs> I got it done. Let's leave. All right. So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all wanna create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we wanna do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey, welcome back to the show. Today, I've got Jimmy Mackin from Curator, Jason Pantana, resident rock star social media video coach here at Tom Ferry. We want to talk about the seven videos every agent should have distributed in 2024. Yeah. Uh, so, so Jason, we're putting you on the hot seat. You're yep. going to give us the ideas. Jimmy and I are going to plus enhance question and, and just try and think about how our listener is listening and try and get to what they might be asking you. So what are the most important videos I need to be shooting in 2024? Yes. First house rules. House rules are there's no such thing as one video unless it's an ad. It's a video show. So the results are always in the repetition. So let it be said that any video in which we discuss in this show, it's going to be something you do on a recurrent basis. Now it's up to yes. you and your coach to yes. decide how, what the frequency is. And I can give some guidance but I think it's important because a lot of people are looking for that miracle video. And there isn't one. And there isn't one. The no. video that works is the video that worked in that moment. And then it's the next one and yes. the next one and the next one. So really this is like seven ideas for things that will help elevate your brand, yeah. get you more on the attention of people. And then we know there's so much action in Instagram stories, reels, yeah. you know, polls, et yeah. cetera. So now that we've heard the disclaimer, Jimmy, Yes. Now that we've heard the disclaimer. <laughs> there's another house rule. Yes. There's that, another that, one. That, I thought that, this was my- yeah, it's always a great hook for a show to start off with a disclaimer. Yes, yeah, I love I, it. I thought this is my show and there are no disclaimers. You can you can edit the video however you want. You can put the disclaimers at the end. If you're hearing okay. that there was a talk of a disclaimer, we have edited out of the yeah, show. Yeah, right. out of the show. Okay, so we're talking about vertical videos. We're talking about live stream videos. We're talking about long form videos. Yes. Anything goes. And the first video out of seven on my list mm -hmm. is local spotlights. Now, the reason why local spotlights matter, and candidly, you can do a long form version of this mm -hmm. for YouTube. You could go short form mm -hmm. vertical for mm -hmm. TikToks or for reels, but there's a couple of reasons why these are important. One, doesn't it make sense if you're a local expert in your community to be all about that community and yes. simply documenting and telling the story of your town and being the champion of your local city? That sounds frankly fun from a content standpoint. Right, right. But there's a critical reason why it's important now 
algorithmically speaking. Mm -hmm. Right now, we know that Instagram is trying to be like TikTok. Everybody's yes. intimidated by TikTok. Facebook too. We know that Reels on Instagram and Facebook are the really the the response to the popularity of TikTok. Yes. And we know that they're being consumed more than any other content on Facebook and Instagram right now. Mm -hmm. And we know that just like TikTok, the way in which we as users of Facebook and Instagram see content has more to do with our interest than anything else right now. Yes. And so you're probably noticing when you scroll through Instagram or Facebook, you're seeing a lot of stuff that's published by accounts you don't follow and they're total strangers to you. That is Facebook making inroads and Instagram making inroads to be a lot more like TikTok, which is AI suggested content. Yes. And the basis by which content gets suggested to you is your interests. Uh, TikTok's been said to be like a mood ring. It can read your mood, it can read mm -hmm. your mind, and it mm -hmm. shows you more of what it thinks you want to see. And Facebook and Instagram are also getting remarkably good at that right now. And so you're seeing content that aligns with your interests. So here's, here's the trick. And so one of our rock star coaching clients, Ken Pozek, He's done this at an incredibly high level. High just level. Super high level. He's publishing a reel every day and it is a hyper-local reel and the nature of the content is literally, if you don't live in Orlando where he sells real estate, you would have no interest at all in anything he's saying. However, if you live in Orlando and you have interests that align with living in or moving to Orlando, you're going to listen to every word out of his mouth. And so what's happening is the algorithm is learning, well, who are the people whose interests align? Oh, they're locals. Yes. And so we have a lot of rock stars in our ecosystem who are, they're just dosing and dousing the algorithm with hyper-local content. And we're calling it vicinity virality. It's the idea of getting a viral video that's viral in your local marketplace, relevant to your business, and not views scattered here, there, and everywhere from a bunch of random people who are never going to enter into your funnel and they're going to confuse your, your understanding of what is or isn't working. So it's local spotlights. I love this. And Jimmy, I want your take here on so many levels. First of all, like, so we meet somebody and then what do we do? We search them. We, we do a quick Google search and I see, oh, he's on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. She's on Instagram. And I click on it. And then I'm like, wait a minute, this person knows everything about South Orlando. Everything. This person knows everything about Des Moines, Iowa. Like, of course, this is of course the person and I get to know you. I get to like you. Yep. And again, we also talked about it on an earlier show, homes.coms. Uh, which is now making one of their primary focuses in 2024 is hyper-local content. Mm. So home shoppers can really get to know the area. So yeah. you're playing right into their hands or vice versa. Jimmy, thoughts on this? The first thought that comes to my mind, because I love the idea, is in, in marketing, trust is transferable. Yeah. So if you are an agent who is not well-known, associating your brand with another brand that is well-known, yes. that is well-liked, that is yeah. respected, can actually help you elevate your own brand awareness and brand affinity. So that's the first thing that comes to my mind. The second thing that comes to my mind, Jason, because I love this idea of, of uh, leveraging the, the work you're doing to generate more business. I'm reminded of uh, Drew Houston, who is the founder of Dropbox. Who originally when yeah. they rolled out dropbox they got like a hundred thousand people to sign up for dropbox in the first seven days by basically putting up a landing page and kind of having a, a really compelling offer and so the, the reason i bring that up is because i think if i were to, if i was listening to this podcast right now jason the first thing i would do after i finished filming let's say the local donut shop yeah i would then go on instagram and do a giveaway for the first 10 mm, people yes. to you know uh to that opt in or, or like the page to yeah. get a free you know baker's dozens of donuts as a way to support the business but also kind of like create some virality around it we know when it comes to promoting anything this is true 
if you look at how businesses or, or media companies invest in marketing, they invest 95% before the launch. You know, we saw, I don't know, Tom, like a hundred million dollars in advertising for Barbie in the summer. Yeah. We haven't seen any Barbie ads in the fall because no. it was when they launched, before yeah. they launched it. So I yeah. think the idea is great, Jason. I would just say, spend some time on like the hyping it up before you release it. Don't just mm. upload to YouTube and say, all right, great. Let's go on to the next one. I, I think that's a really good acknowledge. That's really good to acknowledge. That, I, yeah. I love that. And I would take it one step further. Leave it to Jimmy. Always to add a CTA, which I respect. <laughs> I know. I love it. <laughs> to also take it one step further. And I would email that piece of content to my database. If I was mm -hmm. going to say to the local donut shop, I don't, I don't know. There's a fun fact. I heard like the average American eats two donuts a day. And I don't, think I, I don't think I've eaten <laughs> one that in real? like 25 years. Is so that legitimate? Somebody's overdoing it on donuts. Um, <laughs> just saying. But I love the idea because I would literally do something like this. If you come by this donut shop Saturday morning between 7 o'clock and mm -hmm. 8 o'clock, I will buy you. You know, uh, whatever I don't know. What did you donut dozen? Yeah. Whatever you said, like well, that Tom, thing. Tom, what Tom, what you just branded is the is the donut open house is what you just did right there. <laughs> yes, the mega <laughs> open the, the mega donut, donut open, open house. house. Okay, video number two. Yeah, what yeah. Do you got for us? Uh, one more note, and then I'm going to number two. Yes. So one of the other aspects or one of the other benefits of using hyper local content is it's highly shareable, especially yes. if it's newsworthy. Yes. So it's mm -hmm. it's it's celebrating local businesses. It could also be, hey, you've been wondering what they're going to do with that big plot of land over there. There. Well, here's the scoop. Yeah. And it's hyper local information that's very shareable. And we know, especially on Instagram right now, that share button is their magic button, algorithmically speaking, because Bingo. they are threatened by TikTok. And the advantage they have over TikTok more than anything else is their DMs. Yeah. And so right now, the ability for people to share their reels with other people mm -hmm. who would care and whose interests align Bingo. is the secret sauce of getting your post to go viral. Yes. And so if you make super hyper-local content that only locals would care about and only locals would share with other locals, it's going to be a net effect of more traffic, more visibility in your local marketplace. So just tacking that on. Video, we've, got, we've got six more videos to do. Yeah, we're, this, that was a big one. That was All a right, heavy okay. one, All right? Okay, I was like, holy crow, this show. The Number second two. One, the second one after we've done nine of these today. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, well, you've done nine. I've yes. done five. Yes. The second video is agent behind the scenes. Huge And fan. this is a style of video. It, it mm -hmm. doesn't have to be a reel. It could be in your stories. Mm -hmm. It could be long form. However, and we talked about it in an earlier show as well. There is something magic about bringing the customer or the would-be customer into the journey of buying or selling with you. It's it's the idea of once again you you go into a restaurant, you smell the food and you think I wasn't thinking that, but now I'm thinking steak because I smell the steak and it your mouth starts to salivate in yes. the same way documenting the journey of buying or selling a house or both mm -hmm. and your stories and your videos is a way to get people who are on the sidelines having this dream of, I wish I could, but is it a bad, the headlines are so scary. And then they see other people doing it. Yes. I think it's an incredibly powerful maneuver in your content to document the behind the scenes of the day in the life of your buyers, your sellers. I would validate that only because A, I do it and, and people love it. Like, yeah. where is he now? My God, you've been yeah. traveling all over the place. You right. right? You get the same thing. But if you if you look at the, the sort of phenomenon of the last 12 or 13 years of, you know, uh, I, I coached one of the first housewives like in Orange yeah. County and ended up coaching actually a bunch of them. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but shout out to all of them. They were crazy. And then million dollar listing. And then how many of these crazy reality shows? Well, if you just, if you just Googled right now, how many shows are there around the world, local and national and global yeah. on looking at property, looking at houses, houses for sale. It's a lot. It's a lot. What that tells you is people set their DVRs to watch 
that. What's going on in real estate in Beverly Hills? What's going on in real estate in Chattanooga? Yeah. Why would you not play into that? That's understanding the zeitgeist. People love going to websites like Realtor and Zillow and Redfin and others and homes because they want to look at properties. Why would you not make that available? So I 1000% yes, behind the scenes, but there's a hook. Yes. You said showing other people buying houses. I yes. love that. Yes. I think the other one right now, especially with, you know, the recent news in the real estate space is showing what you do behind yeah. the scenes to help clients. I'm yeah. on the phone right now making calls. I don't like doing it, but I've got this buyer. They desperately want to buy a house and there's no homes for sale in the marketplace. So I'm literally going to make a hundred phone calls to see if I can find one seller for my buyer. Here we go. And then I turn the video on and I do it on fast motion. Yeah, yeah. And it just shows me, right? <laughs> and now they're like, and it ends with, you're not going to believe it. I just found someone that I can show this house to, right? Like showing people that you do the work, it, it adds credibility. 100%. It shows you, that you've got sweat equity. You've yep. got something at stake. Jimmy, yep. what am I missing here? You, the, the, the point that you hit on, which is, which is brilliant, Tom, and Jason, I love the idea, is the biggest mistake we've made in this industry from a marketing perspective is we keep telling consumers, hey, it's easy, it's fast, right, it's simple right. to buy and sell real estate. And right. so what that does, it devalues the services we actually provide. Yep. And so yep. what Tom and Jason are talking about right now is this basic idea of show the sweat, show right. the challenges, show the, 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 the negotiations, the failures, because what that does is it reinforces the fact that there's no better decision than hiring a professional real estate agent mm -hmm. to help you when you're buying or selling a property. And so I, I, I think this, this is such a, I think, counter advice to what you would normally see in the market, Tom, which mm -hmm. is like, oh, it's easy, it's fast, it's simple. No, it's hard, it's complicated, it's stressful. Right. Thankfully, you've got someone like me on your side to make this thing go from A to B. I yeah. think it's a brilliant idea. And the more agents who do that, the more of that credibility that we're talking about, they're going to be able to build. Yeah, I yeah. love that. So I would literally just, just to piggyback for the agent to make it very simple for you. And again, any, any, any professional, you've got a morning routine. You've got daily habits in the morning. Do you, do you check the hot sheets every day? And if so, do a video about that. Do you do phone calls that day? Do a video about that. Are you sending out an email? Talk about the email, why you're sending the email, what the intent behind it is and what you expect. And then maybe the end of the day, talk about the results. You could literally document throughout your entire day. Okay. People, people get obsessed with people. And there's like, if you show them what you do all day long, it is, it's like HGTV. It's like million dollar listing. It's like buying Beverly Hills and all these different shows. They are your tribe. Give them what they want. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's brilliant stuff. I love the idea of not making it look easy. Yes. Uh, on coaching sessions, I've been working with several of my clients to say, hey, what's going to be the factoid that you talk about in terms of your value prop as a buyer's agent, as a listing agent right. that immediately causes that consumer to recognize, I need to do this with you. Yes. And do immediately yes. get, the, and, and I think documenting the process is how you do it. And right. I would just play off that really fast. Every yeah. single person watching, you should do a show on the seven ways you do risk mitigation for your buyers. I love that. What are the seven things, what are the seven mistakes that buyers make that you were able to mitigate? Because when you look at the most recent survey from 1000 Watt, shout out to 1000 Watt and all the gang yeah. over there, surveying 1000 home buyers, one of the standout points inside this beautiful, beautiful survey piece was buyers, working with buyers agents, love the fact that they do risk mitigation for them, that they know things about houses, about the inspection, about what could be going on behind the scenes in the neighborhood yeah. to make sure that they don't make a mistake. Again, value, 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 
behind the scenes. All right, right. what's, I love what's video that number three? Segways, well, that was, yeah, number three, we're at number three, which segues perfectly, by the way, showing your value proposition, demonstrating yes. your expertise. Yes. Video number three is what we call talking head videos. Yes. And it's simply you talking directly to a camera, again, whether vertical, whether long form, uh, whether short or not, it's you talking to the camera, demonstrating expertise. However, with a caveat, it doesn't need to be boring. It doesn't need to be, let's talk about boring terms in a contract. Mm -hmm. There's going to have to be a level of research on your part to pay attention to what are the questions my buyers have right now? Mm -hmm. What's happening in my current escrows? What am I, what am I learning from mm -hmm. my followers? We've right. talked about this where you're asking your followers Survey, questions yeah, and your yeah. polls mm -hmm. and the broadcast channel. We talked about that earlier today. Mm -hmm. It's you, it's you proactively determining what's on the mind of my buyers and sellers. Right. And then what's really behind that? And how do you speak into that with expertise? Yeah. Because I ask a question pretty often when I, when I do events, I ask agents, what do you sell? It's designed to be a provocative question. Most agents say, I sell myself. And I'm like, eh, that's not very specific. Yeah. Or they say, I sell real estate. And I get silly about it. And I say, well, technically it's somebody else's real estate. Yeah. And you're just providing the brokerage transaction service mm -hmm. aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Fundamentally, the reason why people hire you is they know you, they like you, and they professionally trust you it's a product of your expertise. And so I asked the question, imagine an agent who made a video every day that was simply offering the most pertinent information, mm -hmm. demonstrating expertise yes. to their consumers every day. Would anybody call them salesy? Mm -hmm. And the answer is, well, no, they would just call them because day in and day out, this is the person who shows up and gives you the information. And, and the, other, the other point mm -hmm. to consider is that, hey, look, a buyer and a seller can't make an informed choice if they aren't informed right. or if they're misinformed. And so it's on you. So through I, these videos. I love this on a lot of levels and all of us have, you know, made a recommendation around this. And for my friend that's watching right now, maybe yep. you've done this. Uh, I think, I think to sitting in a room with Jay Abraham, yep. right. Many, many years ago with some of the most extraordinary agents on the planet. We had this like very expensive Jimmy mastermind to hang with Jay and I, I go to my remember. house, drink some wine, you know, have some fun. But it was really about this two day immersive experience with like 36 of the brightest minds in the business. And one of the examples I gave them was, so again, this is 2018, I think. Yeah, it was a minute around ago. There. And, and I said, so I looked at my buddy, Kirk Kessel, shout out to Kirk and his partner, Dwayne, who were not doing video. And I said, fellas, how long have you guys been in the business combined now? And they're like, uh, man, like 62 years. I'm like 62 lessons about what we've learned in 62 years mm. of selling real estate. It is one of the easiest things for them to be able to go, oh, so they, they go on a journey of doing 62 videos, teaching 62 lessons. To this day, they say to me, we still get more phone calls from those videos than anything else we've done with, you know, and they do a lot of video now. Like you, you've trained them yeah. well, right? Like they, they do, do a lot of video. They do. But what it does is, is, you could even start every video, get like a little Phil Jones shout out. I'm not sure if this is for you, but if you're ever going to be in market to buy and sell real estate over the next one year, five year, 10 years, in my 22 years of selling houses, I've discovered there's 14 classic mistakes and there's eight bulletproof things that allow someone to buy right, to yeah. sell right, yada, yada, yada. So over the next few weeks, I'm just going to unpack these lessons. And I hope that as I'm sharing it, you get some insights, you share it with some friends, because if you know somebody that's in market, there's just a lot of mistakes that people mm -hmm. make. So number one is blah, 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 blah. And then, and every week you publish one of those videos. And I actually like the field. I'm not sure if this is for you. Yeah, it's good. I'm, I'm not saying if you're watching this video right now and you have no interest in buying, selling real estate in the next like 36 to you know 60 months, you can just scroll right past this. But if you know someone that is, the number five mistake that I see is 
Boom. But remember, the algorithm is now primed to show people whose interests do align exactly. with the nature of your content. Yep. And more and more, Instagram and these platforms are getting better at recognizing the keywords in your transcript right. and elsewhere. Right. I would also add, this is interesting, I would add this too. If you look back at National Association of Realtors data from the 2000s, mm -hmm. one of the data points they track every single year is the utilization of an agent. Did the buyer, did the seller hire an agent to yes. facilitate the transaction, yep. to be their agent? And they look at that. And I often ask the question like, hey, do you think that number, that percentage has increased or decreased in modern society where information is at the fingertips of every buyer, every seller? They can find so much more online now than they could like in the mm -hmm. 2000s. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's gone up or down in terms of using an agent? And most people would say it's probably gone down mm -hmm. because the consumer can do a lot more themselves. But in fact, if you look at the data, it's gone up by over 20%. It's yeah. gone up dramatically since the 2000s compared then to now. And the argument for why that is, is explained by the notion of analysis paralysis. I would say decision, well, yeah. decision yeah. fatigue. It's the paradox of choice. When you give yep. people too much information, yep. they don't know how to make a choice. It's yep. like if I go into the grocery store looking to get a bottle of olive, olive oil and I'm overwhelmed by my choices, I start looking for the guy with the name tag who can help me figure out which one to get. You start looking for that expert. And so I would invite anybody watching or listening, hey, how can you position yourself as that expert through videos, whether vertical or not, all the time that offer substance and offer value? And they're not just phoned in, but that's real, yes. it's real information. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah, just to add to what both of you are saying here, let's let's make it really practical. I'll give, I'll give you a quick pro tip. At the time in which we're recording this video, you know, last week interest rates were around 8%. And yep. for mm -hmm. the first time in three weeks, interest yes. rates actually began to creep down. I think they're now like in the mid to low sevens. Yep. And Looking so with right now. this idea of talking head videos, you can go back and like Tom suggested, you can go back and look at your history and all the lessons you've learned. And now you've got some really, really like evergreen content that will just pay dividends over time. Yep. In addition to that, you could also look at what's timely and relevant happening right now. Now, Tom and I and Jason, we consume content like nobody else. We're on X, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok, we're on every channel thread. We're even on threads, right? And we're exhausted. What are people putting out there, right? Yeah. And so what I would do, and, and this is just a really simple pro tip, is if you take a recent event that just happened, give some interesting insight about right. it and then ask a simple question to engage them in a conversation, you can turn that kind of talking head video into a lead generation machine. Absolutely. So an example, you could do like this is, and we'll give a real world example. This is a script that we wrote up for the ecosystem, which is after seven consecutive weeks of rising rates, the average interest rate for a 30 year mortgage just dropped to 7.76. Here's the question. Should I reach out to you if rates go under 7.5? Mm. And then just, you could have a poll, yes or no, right? A way to engage them. So I, I'm, you know me guys, I'm like always trying to get that conversation, trying to get oh, that yeah. appointment. Right. If you take that timely and relevant information, because you follow really smart people on social media, you can turn that into a talking head video that becomes a lead generation machine for your business. Supplement with what Tom just said about evergreen stuff and you've got a killer video strategy. I definitely think, and using the green screen features green on, screen on Reels sure. and TikToks and YouTube Shorts is a great way to do it. Yep. Another trending piece of news that a lot of our coaching clients capitalized on is a couple weeks ago, we had the highest rate of cancellations like ever. And gross, so yeah. being able to talk about that and say, hey, maybe you're in a position where you think you can't find the home of your dreams, but the backup offer could be the better offer. And so selling that as a value prop, reach out to me with the CTAs to get those conversations started. I think I think I think jumping on the trends in the news through green screens is another version of these talking head videos for sure. 
Yeah, love it. And I think one of the things that you do really well and the team does really well within the ecosystem as well is you guys never really necessarily have a strong opinion per se. You open it up as a discussion. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's a mistake a lot of people make. They like they they make it so declarative, and you guys are always like, "What what what do you think?" Because social media is designed to be a two way conversation. So that's I think right. that's a uh, just a little bit of a pro tip when you're putting these videos out there. You don't always have to take a stance on something. That's actually a really big pro tip. There there are a lot of people out there who give the advice to be controversial on purpose and to be clickbaity. And I fundamentally disagree with them, and I agree with you. Yes, I, I think anybody that should be underlined in the transcript. That's an important point. That's Boy, especially point. when you talk about like the hot topics of like you know, God bless people right now, peace and safety, everybody right. in a war, right? Mm -hmm. What's happening with the economy, politics? Yeah. The number of the number of real estate careers that I've seen destroyed because they took too strong of a stance. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have a stance. People should believe what they believe. But when you're talking about your brand, you got to be you got to be mindful of like, right. do I want to die on this sword? And so mm -hmm. just, you know, just pro tip, like it, I have opinions. Everybody does. But there's certain things that if you put it out on social, well, you're going to own that for a long, long time. Right. And not to mention to Jimmy's point, and then I'll move on to the next video. People love to share their opinions on social media. So by asking people to share their opinion, exactly. you were inviting the ultimate CTA to get more engagement. Yep. And guess what algorithms really like? Bingo. Engagement. Yeah. And so it's a it brilliant strategy. It reminds me of the great Michael Jordan quote. Which is Republicans buy sneakers too. Too, I, I, one thousand percent yes. He's like, why aren't why don't you talk about politics? Because Republicans buy my sneakers too. All right, video number four. All right, video number. Are we going to make it to seven? I'm not this, sure if I'm going to make. I'll make it. this, this one like quick. Podcast number nine. Of the I day. saved the best for last. Oh, so of the course last you one did. is I, okay. I, I'm going in order here. Yes. Uh, this next one is on the heels of the last one. So we talked okay. about talking heads. This next one is what I've dubbed search magnets. It's specifically for YouTube. Yes. YouTube yes. is owned by Google. It is a search engine, not a social network. Yes. The dominant way in which people are going to discover your videos on YouTube is they're going to search a topic mm -hmm. and your video is or isn't going to rank. Right. And so this is more technical and it's going to require some work. But what a lot of our coaching clients do is they determine what are buyers and sellers in their local marketplace yep. searching on YouTube. They use a tool like TubeBuddy to figure out those searches and then they supply the demand. Exactly. They go make the video pros and cons of moving to X area, right. uh, cost of for, living in this neighborhood versus that neighborhood, right? Four bedroom homes in Dallas under $500,000. Yeah. What right? can you like, get for under yep, a million in yep, Dallas? Yep. These types of search magnet questions mm -hmm. where the, the dominant question being asked in the search phrase is in the title of the video, simply supply the demand on YouTube yep. and you watch, people will watch one and then another and then another, and they will serve like lead magnets because the benefit of YouTube compared to social media like Instagram is the life expectancy of your reel on Instagram is about a day. It's like the life of a fruit fly. You publish it, it burns through the feeds and then it's into oblivion yep. until you either repost it or repurpose it. Yep. But on YouTube, because it's SEO, because people search for it, once your video starts to rank, so long as people click it and watch it, that only further incentivizes YouTube to keep ranking that video right. over and over right. and over again. And so I often call it a, a YouTube video army because every video becomes a soldier in your army and it's a potential entry point for people's attention. So you and I have talked about the strategy for a long time. And I guess the only question I would have for you and maybe for both of you guys is, do I do a super short form, right? YouTube shorts yep. and a long form. Do I do both? Do yep. I do one or the other? What say you now? Uh, so I'll jump in first. I say yes. 
<laughs> yes. Both. The answer is yes. Yes. Uh, so we do know that YouTube Shorts are ranking in search results. Mm -hmm. YouTube Shorts are interesting because you'll get that initial burst of views that happens in the feeds, mm -hmm. and then it will die off the feeds. But I have YouTube Shorts that are still ranking and getting thousands of views a month, every month for years. Yeah. And so you have the ability, if you can make it a short, make it a short. Um, this is going to come down to what's your best style of delivery. Are you better in a short form? Are you better in a long form? Pick the one you're better in and roll with it. Yeah. 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 One follow on question there, Jason, I want you to answer as it relates to taking long form videos and turning them into short form videos via oh, yeah. AI or by AI. Cause I want you to share that, that yeah. resource. But before I do, before I ask that question, um, if you're looking for a great example of this, this, the strategy, I think Jeremy Knight oh, in gosh, Austin course, yeah, does, sure. does a killer job Phenomenal. of the strategy. So if you, yep. if you want to sort of take what Jason's talking about here and have a good example of like kind of newsjacking Google or YouTube in this case, Jeremy Knight just kills it with, Knight he's with like, you know, yeah. best I, I ranked love, neighborhoods, right? Uh -huh. 14 reason why people are moving to Austin. Yeah. Like this is a, I think that if you can build a channel like his, Jason, I mean, that's just, that's just gold. Yeah, right you can, yeah. His Dan Parker, Katie Day, Ken Pozek. Um, there are, uh, Ian of Austin, they're all following. It's the same. Like, it's like you said, they're just, what are the searches? And they're trend jacking those, right. um, and right. they're going after it and it works, whether it's long form or short form, I, it matters, but it really doesn't matter. It's about being consistent right? and, and picking yeah. your path. That's the most. So come back. Yeah. Yeah. Come back to the question though, which is if you short, if shoot a 15 minute video uh, yeah. and you don't want to cut it up, what tool are we can't not have a podcast Jason with you and not talk about AI here. I'm sorry, yes. but like yeah, yeah. what tool would you use to basically cut that up? Interrupting my own show with a quick little announcement. If you're like me and you recognize this is the time of the year when we've got to make decisions, we got to look back at what's worked in the past and decide what we want to have happen in 2024, then yes, it is time for you to get your plan together. Now, if you're one of my coaching clients, you know, you just go inside a loom, you download the 2024 plan, you and your coach work on that together. If you are not one of my clients, go to tomferry.com. There's be a link below, download a copy of the plan, get to work on it. Use ChatGPT and other resources to answer the tough questions about the strategies you need to implement to ensure your success in 2024. So tomferry.com, get your business plan and let's get to work. Now let's go back to the show. Uh, there are several AIs. So they take a long form YouTube video, maybe it's a 20 minute video, and they will automatically identify the most important moments based upon the AI's interpretation of that video and put together yep. a coherent segment or we call it a chop. It's a chop or a yep. clip of that video. They automatically put the person who's talking on screen. They automatically put the person in the center of the frame. They automatically add the subtitles. Uh, the tools that are the most effective are Opus Clip, uh, Dummy, it's D-U-M-M-E, uh, Vidyo, V-I-D-Y-O, and get munch, just called munch. Those are the four that are yeah. most popularly used. Um, I would tell you this, when you use one, I might feed it a video and get 20 videos mm -hmm. and 10 of them might be horrible and 10 uh, of them might be sure. great, but it sure. took me like 10 seconds. Oh my God, cheap. it's literally upload this and, and I just have yeah. default settings and I say, go. Yeah, And, and then the, later I get an email that says, here's like 15 new videos for you to yeah. post. And I was like, "Great, thank you. That took me no time. I'm on the road, had no time to create new content. Boom. And the default settings that you talk about are what's the color of the subtitles? Yeah. What's the font yeah. of the subtitles? Yeah. You can, you can Length mark of the video. Yeah. yeah, all those details. The other option is if you don't want to use AI, fine. The cost of hiring a video editor through a virtual assistant is still remarkably cheap. You really have no excuse. Except to be, except today, a virtual editor is going to do what? Run it through all this clip. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's that. Here you here go. You go. <laughs> so, hey, yes. all roads lead to Rome here. It's right. going to be an AI doing it right. no matter what you do. 
Right. Hector, my producer's walking out, one of my best <laughs> editors. He's like, what do you call me out here, man? You just figured out my secret sauce. All, All right. right, what's video number Number five is easy. Five. It's a it's a quick one. It's live streams. Yes. Live streams are real still relevant. Yep. Uh, platforms like Instagram are valuing when you use all the formats. Yes. And so going live every so often, yep. they appreciate it. Yep. Leveraging lives on Facebook, it still works. We're talking yep. about the strategy of walking the streets around your listing and live mm -hmm. streaming. It's mm -hmm. basically the auctioneer trying to find the buyer for the property, right. but it still works. And so the general topic here is the power of live streams. Yep. The only thing I would say is uh, know your audience, Yes. know what matters to them, and don't like, I remember, <laughs> I'm dating myself. I remember texting Gary Vee and saying, Dude, I just got this this app from Facebook. I yeah. swear, I think it means I can go live on video and talk to people. And his text back was start immediately. And I was like, yeah. I was like, live. <laughs> You're going. Hey, live. this is where. And, and like, I remember just thinking, I'm now talking to yeah. ten thousand people, fifteen thousand people yeah. in real time because it was brand new and nobody was doing it. And I was so stoked. Thank you, Zox, and whoever else, right, for giving me access. Yeah. It was such a game changer. The thing I would tell people now is rather than just do random lives, yes. I would go back to what we did during the pandemic, yes. create a time yes. where you go live every single week or, right, or like your own show, or send an email to your database and post a social thing saying, great I'm going live at this time on this topic. If you or someone you know is interested in learning more about X, join me here, right? Yeah. And, and, like actually create engagement automatically through your email, through a social post, through it, you know, whatever you want to do, but like let people know. Cause the reality yeah. is lives are really down right now in they terms are. of like the amount of people that show up. I don't, I don't mean that they're not bad or I'm not saying that, yep. but you, I think you have to force engagement, create engagement through other vehicles, other points of distribution, and then your lives can be bananas. Yeah, and then I think you, cause like part of the benefit, part of the reason for doing the live is paying taxes to Instagrams once. For sure. You know what I mean? Like For they sure. want you to mix up your mediums. Yes. I love the idea of pre-promoting. Uh, rockstar coaching clients like Ray Allen, for instance, yeah. he does a weekly live stream podcast. Yes. Uh, yes. Ken Posick, a weekly live stream podcast. Mm -hmm. Jeremy Knight, a weekly live stream podcast. And they all do it at the exact same time and they Hold talk on. about the news. Hold on, I'm starting. Yeah. Okay. So whether it's done on mobile or desktop, like Instagram mm -hmm. now has their live producer tool so you can actually get the full setup if you want to do like a quality mm -hmm. live stream. Yep. Um, I definitely agree with the have a scheduled time and have a purpose of the show so it's yep. not just random per yeah. se. Yeah. 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 Yep. So Tom, a quick follow-on question there. I know we gotta we gotta rush here through the rest of this, but quick follow-on question. You you do something really interesting that I've observed when you've done live sessions, whether it's a live stream mm -hmm. or it's a let's say a live show in person, yeah, you tend to have uh this like need to bring people in to engage people. And I think if you're recording a video for an Instagram reel, you're broadcasting that message to a larger audience. If you're doing a live stream, you're, you're trying to actually engage the audience. That's the benefit of being live. You don't know what's gonna happen next. Right. What would be your advice in terms of like, just pre presentation advice, communication advice for agents who wanna go live, right? And or maybe want to get the most out of it, want to engage the audience because you do this so well. And I think it comes naturally to you after doing this for a long time. Yep. What would be maybe your one or two pro tips to help people like get more comfortable, get into that rhythm when they're going live? It's going to sound funny, but uh, know your outcome. Like, why am I doing this? What is the outcome? What is the result I'm trying to produce? Number two, who is my audience? 
what matters most to them, right? Yeah. So make sure you're speaking to your audience about the things that matter most to them, which probably has little to do with you. You're just a conduit to help them get what they want. And number three is whether it's polls or asking questions or, hey, can you guys in the comments really fast, let me know the answer to this question and watch how the comments start to fly. Yep. And then the secret thing that I do, which should be obvious to anybody that's paying attention, is I have such an enormous capacity to care for people and I remember people that I literally go, oh, Jimmy Mackin just, Jimmy used to live in Boston. Now he's living in New Hampshire, which by the way, that's where he was born and yeah. raised and he decided to raise his family there because his mom lives there. Jimmy, thank you so much. Jason Pantana just jumped in. And, and what happens is then people comment more because yep. they want to hear their they want name the shout called. out. It's the same thing when I got on the Peloton bike and I'm like riding and I'm like on this like live show and all of a sudden like someone that I know gets called out. Congratulations, Tom Tool, on your 100th ride. I'm like, Okay, I'm at 92. I got to hurry up. I want to get my shout out. So, so it's know your outcome, which also means be prepared. Yeah. Be prepared to deliver um who is your audience? What matters to them? It's not about you. This is about the audience. Ask for engagement, ask interesting questions, give people shout outs, but the real secret sauce to a live show is to acknowledge that when you start by the time you're five minutes in, there's an entirely new audience. Yep. So you can repeat the same exact thing. And you know this because I have a 96 year old that watches the news all day long in my house. And I, I, I find myself walking into the living room and looking at her saying, God bless you, you little 96 year old. Like you're watching the same thing over, over and, and over and over. And over. But what, what do the news cycles know? New audience, new show, right. new talking head, same exact message. Yep. So so repeating the story a few times in the first 15 or 20 minutes is 100% okay. Just bring in something new. You know, I mentioned this five minutes ago, but what I didn't tell you was A, B, and C. The so thing good. I forgot to bring up was <laughs> X, Y, and Z. So I'm curious now, especially if you're just watching me live now, do you have an opinion on this? What do you think about X, Y, and Z versus A, B, and C? Give yep. me your comments below. And then the whole thing kicks in again. Yep. I don't 100%. know. If that, did that answer the question? No, it it, it did, and I think that this is maybe one of the most no. important things. No, 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 it did. No, it did. No, it did. It didn't. Yes, it did. Hang with you guys. Yes, <laughs> yes, it did. And well, you got something wrong. I I didn't move to New Hampshire because I wanted to. I moved to New Hampshire because I was forced to. So yes. I just want to. That's yes. all he's thinking about yes. right now. Yeah, he's like, man, come uh, on, come on, Tom. We're friends. You know the truth. You know the truth, but no, there is there is this uh, this thought that goes to my mind, which is when you call people out and you engage them. Yep. It's, what's the greatest word in the English dictionary? Your name, right? Yeah. And you hear people say your name, yep. and I think that's just the, the small little difference of live stream versus traditional broadcasting and podcasting or pre-recorded videos. And it's small, but it makes it makes it you you feel so much more comfortable when you do yeah, it. Which yes. I think is the point of all yeah. Of this. Yeah, cool. May I give? I'm going to give one little piece of that. It could be possible that you get on a live stream and you are the person, there's nobody there yes. and you're alone and you have nobody to call yes. out. Yes. I would encourage you to be prepared to say, you know, I was having a conversation with my buyer client about X, Y, and Z the other day mm -hmm. and be able to talk as if you're talking about somebody, even if you don't have anybody there to call yeah. out per yeah. se, to create yeah. it more conversational because you're going to get that replay. For it's sure. not just about the live stream. It's about the replay too. Okay, but this is why I'm so 
against just the random going live. I want to create an audience. I want hey, every Wednesday at five o'clock, we do this show. Or I'm going to email my database and say, it would mean the world to me if you would pop on just for 15 minutes at this time. I'm going to discuss what I think is the three hottest trends in home buying and selling in 2024 and my prediction for where Costa Mesa real estate goes in the next 24 months. So if you're interested, pop in five o'clock this time on my Facebook page. Here's the link. Go. You with me? Like, I love it. I, I, I'm just going to make sure I, I, I want to force, because there's nothing worse than going live. And I've had it happen before. Nobody's I found out that I was on the wrong channel. That was really fun. I was like, I was like, how could I have like 400,000 followers? How come I have nobody on the show? And the show ends and they're like, sorry, we actually logged you on to like the in-house, what a, I'm like, a demo account. Thank you. So yes. that was thanks, a fun use of thanks for that 45 minute live show I did with Noah. <laughs> thanks for not telling me when we were 32 minutes in. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. All right. Speaking of 32 minutes in or yes. whatever we are right yes. now in this recording, uh, I'm going to combine six and seven together because right. they go together like a yin and a yang. Yes. So they go together and I'm going to argue that they are perhaps the most important video or videos you're mm-hmm. going to produce in 2024 to build yes. your brand on social, to yes. attract more business. And it is effectively the listing video. So the first, it's an A and a B. It's he listing just did, videos he just did an opus. Tours. He just did an opus clip right there. Opus clip is going to take that and that's going to be the setup. All yeah, right. Will. So, yeah, will. so listing videos. Yes. So one of our rockstar coaching clients, Shannon Gillette, she was yes. interviewed on This Week in Marketing several weeks ago. Yeah. She made a comment and it was so, it just, it rang true. Mm-hmm. She said, I believe every listing deserves a listing video. It's single-handedly the best form of marketing you can give to any listing. Yes. We talked about the data from 1,000 Watt earlier on where the seller acknowledges they believe that social media marketing is more important than Zillow and MLS in terms of marketing their listing. And so therefore it's incumbent on every listing agent to create a listing video. But the trick is they need to be in the listing videos. You want to be the host introducing Mm -hmm. your new listing. You want to be getting the association of that listing and then showing it in its most optimal light, telling its story, taking the time to ask questions of the seller about, hey, walk me through why you bought this property, what you love about it, what's your dream, what do you imagine the next buyer is going to do, and really being able to tell the story of that listing whether it's short form or long form. Uh, Brad McCallum, one of our rockstar coaching clients in Calgary, Alberta, he makes like 13 minute ridiculously quality, high quality property tour videos and they're his listings. And people watch because his show is better than HGTV. I was going to say, because it's like HGTV quality. Shout out to Brad. Like, yeah, it's so it is. good. And you have to be cognizant of that because yes. YouTube, especially for long form YouTube, yeah. you know, you can get, a, I mean, this is maybe controversial. You can get away with just using your phone when it comes to short form videos on Reels and TikToks and YouTube Shorts and platforms like that. You can live stream with your phone. Most videos you can get away with using your mm-hmm. phone. If you want to dominate long form YouTube, you're not going to get away with just using your phone. You're going to have to invest in a quality strategy because it's a search engine and people are looking for quality content and you're up against other competitors. And so quality, there's going to be a flight to quality at the top of the feed in terms of videos that rank. And this is, we're talking now like the eye, the angle, the lighting, the music that gets added in. Like you got to captivate people. Like you could be in the video, but you need to fade out of the video when it's time to show the fireplace or the The backyard. It doesn't need to be you all the time. Um, Shout out to people like, I'm going to say this like old school, like, yeah, uh, Christoph Chu, yes. Tim Smith, yes. like 
Timmy, I played this video the other day and, and, you know, we all remember like the teach me how to Duffy video. Yes. It was, it was, in, we call, we came up with a name for the category. Yeah. We called them epic listing videos because yeah. we didn't have a name for the genre. Right. Right. That video. And I remember, so the, the context for the person that maybe hasn't seen it, it was a $42 million listing across the Bay from, from where I used to live. And I remember him calling me and saying, look, I've got this weird situation. It's this $42 million house. It's on two lots. And he's, he's describing the video. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what do you want to do? And he goes, well, you know me, I've got my idea file. I've always wanted to rap. And I was like, well, you know, <laughs> Where is this going? white dude from, you know, Utah, like born and raised Mormon. Sure. Yes. You should rap. I'm like, but like, and I'm laughing with him, right? Cause we're gigging, we're friends. And you know, see Eminem is an awesome, you know, white rapper. So it's all good. But I literally just said to him like, okay, well, what's the concept? And he's like, I want to show, and he describes the video to me, and I'm like, you should do that. Now, here's the interesting part. He ends up doing this video. It takes 24 hours to film. The seller had never seen the video. Yep. The seller had never seen the video. Not only did it ring up millions of views, it got two buyers, right, mm -hmm. that ultimately bid on this property. He had one that he could have double-ended the deal, and another buyer came in with another agent, ultimately bought the house. But to this day, the poor owners of the house at least five times during summer, people cruise up on their Duffy boats right. and go, teach me how to Duffy. <laughs> if you have a video that a, a one of the local restaurants now has a drink named after the teach me how to Duffy video, there's a meal named after the teach me how to Duffy video and the poor homeowners of a $42 million house now get tortured over the summer with people screaming, the Duffy house. That's when you know you went viral. That That's when worked. you know you have a good listing video. Everything yeah. less, I don't know. I I, I, agree. I think that's the bar. I mean, I, yeah. Brad McCallum is that like I well, say he's go on for, repeat too. Go for special. Mm -hmm. Go for special. I guess that would be my point. Remember, the, I love hey, do that. you guys remember the video a million years ago? I think that sparked a lot of people's imagination. It was done in Australia in a high rise, and the high rise. Do you remember, you know what I'm talking about? I want to be very cautious. Like there, a, a woman dressed provocatively tied up and like the agents had to break into the condo, right? Helicopter in, break in to save and rescue this gal. But it was really just this big farce to show this spectacular home, right? Right. And a high rise. Right. Right. But again, I think there's something to sensational, but also I pause and say, know your brand. Yes. Know your audience. Yes. Probably not going to do that for a no bedroom, no bath, Winnebago, off wheels in a parking lot. <laughs> Zach Faust you, did it. Remember right, the one? He, uh, this house has floors. Yes. That was a spectacular <laughs> video as well. I, I think we almost need to publish like the craziest, the top 100 craziest videos, crazy meaning spectacular, crazy meaning. I can't believe they did that. I know. I think it'd be really fun for people. To, we should do that. Fairy Film Festival. Fairy Film Festival. We should do it. I've been telling you, I've been saying it for five years, the Fairy uh, Film Festival. Five-year Fairy Film Festival. There's a lot of Fs in there. I know, five-year, the five-year inaugural Fairy yes. Film Festival. All right, okay, we're getting in trouble. Right. So Nine hours of podcasting. Yeah. All right, Jimmy. Jimmy. Yes, Jimmy. Yes. So the the thought that goes to my mind here <clears throat> As it relates Tom to Tom and Jason are crazy. Yes. Tom and Jason are totally crazy. <laughs> totally. And I, I love the fire festival 2.0 that you guys are planning with the videos. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the thought that goes to my mind is there is like the, the we, we know there are certain parts of the listing promotion process that yield such great results yes. that you can insert video on. There's an agent yes. by the name of Julie Chang on Twitter. Yeah. It's at Julie Chang RE. She's a San Diego agent. We both, we all know. 
that getting lots of views on Twitter is, is remarkable because so, or X, I should say, because yeah. it's so hard to reach yeah. you know, the consumer audience. She has a video that has 3 million views. Wow. It has a one, you know, 1. 1.3 thousand likes, 200 retweets, which is outrageous, 600 yes. comments. Yes. And what she did, and we'll share this in the show notes after the video so you can watch it. She basically took like a drone or she's actually in her car on the phone and she just drove down the street, right? And the houses were sort of passing by. And she said, like, what do you think of the architecture of these houses? Wow. And people were just responding because they kind of look like prison cells, honestly, million dollar prison cells. So what was interesting, though, is I, if I was going to shoot a listing video, I would go around the neighborhood. I would record all the homes in that neighborhood, like driving by. I'm about to go on a listing presentation for one of these properties. If you're interested in learning more about it, like comment below. I would take yes. like that direct response angle and I would capture yeah. the pre-listing appointment, the coming soon, right? The, or the sold. Like just get clips, not just the full walkthrough yep. and use that in your direct response advertising to get inbound leads. So you know me, I want to get leads. I want to get conversations. I, I, we, I love we, the videos, yes. but like, Turn that corner. Okay, so Jason's going to change his last name to AI, and you're going to change your last name to CTA. <laughs> Jimmy CTA. <laughs> Jimmy CTA. Okay, so I want to plus and enhance that. I think one of the all-time spectacular moves on video, Christoph Chu driving through neighborhoods. The driving neighborhood. And yeah. literally neighborhood home tours. That's one. That made him so much money. Big shout out to Christoph. Yeah. The other one is my longtime client, Dan Blackwell, who, so Dan is a multi, uh, multi-family broker yeah. in Orange County uh, for CBRE, specializing in 10 to 20 units. So when he, he and I first started working together, I'm like, wouldn't it be nice if one multifamily broker actually went out and filmed every property in Orange County for sale or not. So so at least there's just one place that I can go to look at every single, and he's like, well, no one in commercial real estate does that. I'm like, well, that's exactly yeah. why we should do it. So he starts out on that journey. And to, to say that he cremated it would be an understatement. Mm. Literally, he went from that to Jimmy, the pandemic hits, and he calls me, he's like, well, I don't feel it, I, it's safe or it's comfortable. I, I don't want to show people that I'm like, hey, no problem. You know what we should do? We should do a rent control video. Let's see how much rents are being collected. Because remember during the pandemic, suddenly no one's going to be paying rent. So yeah. he parlays, hey, I'm, I'm going to document all the properties in the marketplace so people have one place to go to see the video of all these products. 99% of these deals are 1031 exchanges. Yep. They're yep. looking online. They're searching for properties. Yep. Then we did a rent video. The rent video... He interviewed a mega successful, some of them owned like a thousand units, some of them owned like 500 units or 40 units, and then some of you owned like 10 units and asked them all this question, what percentage of rents have been collected this month? And he did that every month during the pandemic. That put his brand on steroids. I'll bet. Yeah. I'll bet. I, there's I just that. so much well, to do on video. There's so many yes. options. I, I think one, one last one to add here before we wrap is and just going back to one of the very first lessons we shared in this in this podcast was show the sweat. Yes. Imagine if you're doing a staging video where you actually give yeah. the consumer, the person who's watching the video, the option to choose which sort of staging you know approach they like better, whether it's a couch or whether it's artwork, like A or B, and you're kind of showing this in the moment. I, yeah. I think there's just so many ways you can use, like it doesn't have to be a 15 minute video. You can capture the moments involved yeah. in, you know, going to an appointment, going on the, you know, Dude. actually listing the property. Jay Bergman has that video right now. I, I would say that. And it's also like, what would you change in this bathroom? 
Yeah. What are your thoughts on the on these floors? All right, How much so, do you think these floors are worth? Like all those engagement conversations. But now we're going down yeah, a different so, mall. Well, no. So number seven on my list was technically property tours. So yeah. I was distinguishing between your own listing videos yeah. versus property tours, which is the idea of the person on Twitter driving by and looking at properties. The Christoph Chu looking at properties. Yes. Kyle DeBoer, one of our coaching yes. clients, getting inside of properties. They aren't necessarily his listings. He has the proper consent to be in yes. there. Yes. But it's do it's bringing the consumer into the property. Yes. And of course using the right kinds of prompts and CTAs to drive the dialogue yeah. so you can get the inbound on that. Okay, I'm going to space on the gal's name. And if you're watching this video right now, the next time I see you in Houston, you can punch me in the head. Uh, her first year in real estate, she sold like 27 houses. You know what she did? She only went to new construction, new That's builds. Right. Yeah. You remember this? And she said, like, we put her on stage at the summit. I'm so I'm embarrassed because I'm so good at remembering names. She literally said, this is what I did. I would just go live on Facebook and say, Hey, I'm at this new yes. construction development. How much do you think these homes are going to sell for? Let's go walk through them together. And people would literally be like, Dude, hey, hey, if those are selling under $300,000, I'll take one. Like, now, of course, she she goes to all the, the builders and said, this yeah. is what I'm going to do. Of course, what did the builders say? Yes, please promote my products. Yes. <laughs> go right ahead. And it blew up. And she did so many buyer transactions the first two years just from that strategy alone. So the modern version of that might be, to, you know, HGTV style, film it or go live, do a little combination of all that stuff, yep. but I love it. Yeah, and what Kyle DeBoer's doing, and they're getting the the little selfie gimbals yeah. and they're walking through yeah. and they're using apps like CapCut to streamline the editing. Yeah. And they're doing a voiceover where they talk about the house. There's so many modern trends and, and Sean Gerald yes. also crushed it yeah. with the live stream, here's a new construction house under right. X dollars right. and inviting yeah. the conversation. There's let me let me pitch you guys real quickly on this idea and you tell me if you love it or hate it because you it. just you just made me think about like if we're gonna, if we're gonna put, if we're gonna introduce a category of things to do that no one's doing yes, right like yeah. an, an idea that no agent has ever done before and and could and but works in other mediums why hasn't anyone ever done a reaction video in the sense where if you have one of the mega open houses that you guys coach on right and you've got a ton of people going in as people are leaving Hey, Tom, real quick, I just want to capture this moment. You just toured the property. What do you think of the home? And just like a huh. 15 second on the way out the door, well, I think it's a spectacular home. What was your favorite feature? What did you love about it? Like if yeah. for no other reason, it just makes the seller feel amazing that you're doing this work. But this idea of getting the consumer reaction to the properties you're listing as a way of like, I, I don't even really know what the benefit of that would be, but it's just so different. Like I've never it, seen that done before. Well, I think it's be like terrible a, it idea. Be, it, or no, it, should be, it absolutely should be tested. It should be. And it could be mm -hmm. like a man on the street styled shooting right. of the videos right. potentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that idea. Sign the consent form. Hey, give us your reaction. What do you think about the house? And, and as mm -hmm. I, I understand your last name is CTA, but sometimes it's okay to position <laughs> and no, sometimes it's okay to attract and to build a brand yes. that, that segues into those opportunities. And yes, this brings people into it. the conversation a little bit better. I mm -hmm. am going to, I'm going to text Tim Smith when we're done and ask him <laughs> if he can write a rap about Jimmy CTA. Jimmy CTA Mackin, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. No, no, just Mackin's gone. It's Mackin's just CTA gone. now. It's just Jimmy That's CTA it. and Jason AI. <laughs> Right. I'll just go with Tom. mine may be harder to get the domain name for. That is probably true. Okay. We've officially been podcasting for nine hours today, or at least I have yeah. for my friend listening. Um, you know, please don't take any of our goofiness as anything other than the three of us really like each other a lot and we love what we do. And we love that. We love the fact that 
you are willing to sit and listen and watch and observe and most importantly take action on the things that we're discussing so i just want to say first and foremost to my my partner in crime over there hector, hector. right hector who's my producer who's been grinding with me all day long Hector, I love and appreciate you. Idris, who was here this morning, then I go do a bunch of other filming stuff. But most importantly, I want to thank you for watching this stuff, for sharing this content, for being a part of my community. And just wait, I'm going to be making an announcement in a couple weeks. I'm going to help every single person in real estate add 15 more listings guaranteed to their business. So make sure you watch out for that announcement coming soon, probably an email, definitely on DMs, all kinds of different ways, but that's what it's all about right now. Whoever lists the most houses wins in 2024. 100%. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you guys. We'll see you on the next show. Take care. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.